The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Well, I mentioned the New York Giants, so I'm I'm really trying to set it up so that you pick the Cowboys, Michael. Just sort of uh, the Giants traded for Darren Waller. Uh, they signed Paris Campbell. It, it should be mentioned, while it's not like free agency technically, they did get the long term deal done with Daniel Jones. They got Saquon Barkley back on their franchise tag. This offense got a lot better, and I think if anybody earned the benefit of the doubt or just the benefit in general last season, it was Brian Dable. So now Brian Dable has that offense to work with. I'm not a big believer in tight ends. That's why, like, all these Cowboys fans are like, oh, like, Dalton Kincaid. And, like, I don't want – don't be spending your first-round pick on a tight end, please. Like, you know, I know you and Irv Smith are, are friends and, like, you go to the St. Barbara and all that stuff. But, like, I don't – you know, I don't need to – you know, I'm, I'm not p- placing a high value on a tight end right now. But still, Darren Waller is an elite he, – he might be the best skill position player that Daniel Jones has ever had that isn't Saquon. Um, so, and, and their defense is getting better. They got Bobby Okariki from the Indianapolis Colts. Like, like they are back. Like the, this used to be two games that, that the Cowboys could at least, you know, kind of lock up. And those are easy dubs. I think Dak Prescott's like 10 and one against the Giants in his whole career. Something ridiculous like that. I mean, but now like they, they are a force. They, I would pick them to be a wildcard team again next season. I don't see why not. Like they, they have had a wonderful off season so far. Yeah, I'd say so as well. Um, real quick before we get into the Giants, I just want to, uh, Say I'm not happy about the Raiders trading Darren Waller because the man just got married. And then two days later, it's shipped off across the entire country to go play for the Giants. And I just, as a person who's a fan of love and marriage, that's just very unfortunate. Mm. So uh, Uh, not a big fan. I did want to, just on that note, because that trade happened right after we recorded the mixtape. Like the NFC East blew up last week, like right after we recorded the episode. But so um, it was noted that the pick that the Giants gave up was the pick they got from Kansas City in the Kadarius Tony trade. So I, I do recognize your uh, respect for Darren Waller's personal life, which is notable and commendable. But it's obviously a good thing for the Chargers that he's out of the division. But think about that trade if you're the Chiefs. That pick not only landed you Kadarius Tony, who helped you win the Super Bowl, but it also got Darren Waller out of the division. Like, what a what an incredible usage of a pick for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's uh, that's 4D chess, if I've ever seen anything. Right. Whether it was intentional or not, uh, the Chiefs somehow, uh, you know, broke the fourth wall and got that done. I'm not sure how they did it. Right. Yeah, going back to the Giants, uh, man, it was crazy because I we saw them get to the divisional round. 
I believe they started the first half of the season, I want to say like seven and two or like seven, one and one. It was something, something very good, right? They were obviously, one they were them. seven and three. And then, and then the wheels kind of started. Right. To I think they them. finished like two, five and one in their last eight games or something like that. And uh, I, I thought the latter half of the season was more like what the Giants should have been in the first half. You know, I thought maybe the Giants went on like a Vikings-esque, you know, streak of luck in the first season and or the first half of the season. And if they like, if they didn't go that well, they would not have been a divisional round team. So like, if anything, I thought the Giants were actually much closer to frauds uh, compared to like their final uh, record in the regular season last year. But then they go and they they have a good divisional round or wild card round. They beat the Vikings. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like this team just has something. It has it. I don't know what Brian Dable has done, um, but to be able to, to keep the ship righted in the right direction um, and to be able to do what he did with the talent on this team, because, yes, they have some talent. But there's some other places where you're like, I don't know how he's winning with these players. But he had them had them playing super well. Wink Martindale on that defense, man. You can really see when a defense is like bought into everything that they are and, and their mission and their coach. And that's what the Giants looked like, especially in the first half of the season, man. They were intimidating. They were rough. They were willing to, didn't matter who they were lining up in front of, they were punching you in the mouth. And I think that's a big reason for their success early on. Uh, so I do absolutely love it. Uh, Darren Waller, like you said, might be, uh, you know, the best skill player aside from Saquon that Jones has played with. I'd say by far the best uh, pass catcher, unless there's someone I'm, I'm completely omitting, but like, this is an elite tight end, an elite pass catcher in general, right? So for to get a guy like that for Jones, for the price they did, I'm not sure the contract numbers off the top of my head, but it just seems like too good of a deal. I mean, you have to worry about Saquon Barkley, and now you've got like, like a legitimate guy down the field that can threaten you at every single level of the defense. So I do think it's huge. You know, I don't know if Daniel Jones' second contract is going to work out. Who knows what type of player he'll be going forward? I don't think, you know, people still aren't fans of him since he was picked super high in that draft. But at the end of the day, they believe they can win with this guy. And if Dabble believes it, I trust in Dabble. Um, and I have high hopes for the Giants going forward. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.